It's time for the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Grab your coffee, your Bible, a pen, and your journal. It's time to be encouraged. And now here are your hosts, Terry and Melissa. Good morning, campers. Good How's morning. everybody doing? Hi. Good morning to you. Good morning. I haven't seen you in seems like a month or so. It feels like five ever. <laughs> so welcome oh. to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. We are live this morning for your Saturday morning setup. That's right. This is episode 137. We're calling it Good Morning Campers because I just came off of a week expedition with a bunch of campers at Kids Camp. And we'll be talking about that. We want to hear about your kids camp, your kid camp experiences, if you had any, your memories. Uh, from maybe uh, years ago, but uh, we want to share some special stuff with you about that as well. I can't wait to talk about that. And you know what else I can't wait to do? Pray for you. That's right. We're here to take your prayer requests today. Let us know how we can pray for or with you. Maybe you have a praise or a testimony. We want to rejoice with you this morning. We want to celebrate you. We want to encourage you. We want to love you. We have missed you this week. So it's really good to be back with you on this Saturday morning. Here's the scoop, okay? We can't see you unless you talk Type in the chat box. That's right. We have no idea that you're here when you come in and out of the social media rooms, whether you're watching us on Facebook or YouTube or even the website, you might be listening on podcast. We don't know. Unless you type in your chat box, let us know where you are tuning in from. We want to know your city. We would love to know also the answer to this question. That's very important to us. What is in your cup this morning? That's right. We care about what you're drinking. We believe everybody deserves the gospel of Jesus and good coffee. That's right. In that order. Yeah. (laughs) Let's jump to the chat box and see this morning. The Woodards are on this morning. Good morning, Sister Robin in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Good morning, Robin. We bless you, Robin. Good morning, Angie. Angie, Pastor Angie in Louisville, Kentucky. She's drinking Highland Grog. We love it. French (laughs) press in her cup. She is fancy. Yeah. yeah. I love that. French press coffee is good. Yeah. Robin's drinking liquid death. Severed like... (laughs) Is it severed? Uh, I don't know, flavored, maybe? Oh, flavored like, like bubbly, bubbly or, water no, this morning. I don't know morning. what the severed word is. If it's severed like bubbly water? I'm not sure what liquid death is either, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> that scares uh, me. I think liquid death is an energy drink. I think oh. I saw it in the convenience store this okay. last weekend. Okay, yeah. okay. Thank you. Thank you yeah. for helping me. I think that's what MK down the street here in Shelbyville, Kentucky. She's having Lipton decaf iced tea this morning because it's hot and humid out. Yeah. Yes, it is. Iced tea <laughs> is the next of the South, as Pastor Judy says. Ah. Good morning, Pastor Rick Grable. He's drinking Green Mountain Breakfast Blend in his creamer this morning. So good to hear from you. See you, Pastor Rick. Um, Severed lime is what it's called. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not feeling like that. Liquid death, severed lime. I don't Mm -hmm. know that there's anything about that statement that makes me want to try it. However, there must be a good benefit. Otherwise, she wouldn't be drinking it. And I believe that this liquid death is uh, severed lime bubbly water. Oh, okay. Okay? Just so we kind of get an idea. Jeff says, been busy all morning and haven't even poured a cup yet. Yes. I I went and got the last cup out of our pot. (laughs) I'm not telling on nobody, but I got got the last cup uh, that was left just before we went on the air this morning. Now, we're splitting this three ways this morning. So I will have you know that it's not all my fault. Yeah, three ways. How's that? It's mostly my fault. (laughs) 
<laughs> but we'll talk about that in a minute. Robin yeah. says autocorrect. It's just water. Okay, okay. I'm down with that. Uh, so let me tell you guys this week, I struggled a couple days with making a hot pot of coffee, which is really rare for me because I don't mind what weather it is to drink it. But because I've been outside so much this week in the garden, I really could not hardly make myself a hot cup of coffee. So you know what I was doing? I was making a pot ahead, letting it come to room temperature, putting it in my um, pink mason jar, ball jar, sealing it up and putting it in the fridge to cool. And then I was drinking iced coffee in the morning. So I was Mm -hmm. drinking iced coffee in the morning and the afternoon. Yeah. And yeah. It, and I was going through a whole pot a day, Lord help me. Um, and the other day, um, that may be why I was feeling a little bit crummy because I wasn't drinking enough water. But that's beside the point. We don't care. We want to know what you're up to this morning. It's the weekend. What are we drinking in our cup this morning? Well, this morning we are drinking the sad to say very last of the Frederick's Michigan Cherry. I ground it up this morning. There was not quite enough for a full pot. So I threw in a scoop of Elizabethtown blend from Elizabethtown church of the nazarene because that's really good um and it's just a it's just a nice plain medium roast coffee so i threw it in with the with the cherry what are you doing over there i'm sending a message oh okay to, to one of your bfs oh here. okay any hoosers so that's what we're drinking this morning and i'm drinking it in my baxter's cup hello baxter's coffee in somerset mug. kentucky you know i do too whenever my- we were down there in somerset and we went to baxter's coffee and they have you know everybody's got their display set out oh, yeah. big b starbucks oh, yeah. everybody always has their stuff out and the back the baxter stuff is top notch and it just looks so cool it I looks love the like gift. coffee well brett and taylor got me this taylor is a great my daughter daughter-in-law has the gift of gift giving have you guys you know people like that who just always give they, they get the perfect gift the best gifts she is uh she has the gift of gift giving mm-hmm. angie says that coffee has water in it just saying uh, absolutely <laughs> you can't i don't feel like you can be dehydrated if that's all you drink I'm not going to have that medically proven. So let's just move on from that. We're not going to call in the test results. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. But I will say this. I am full of energy this morning. My people are back. It's been a weird week. It's been a long week. It's It's been great for some of us and a little bit more challenging for others. But here's the scoop. We missed you guys on Monday. We missed you guys on Thursday night. And we couldn't wait to get back with you this morning on Saturday. Yeah, it seemed really weird not doing a morning show. And, you know... I've been, as I said, and we'll touch more on this topic in a little bit, uh, at kids camp all week, right? We left on Monday. We came back yesterday and uh, everybody was like, what day is it again? You know, and the only reason, <laughs> the only way I knew what day it was, because I was looking at a schedule of things that needed to yeah. happen in specific days. Uh, otherwise, I would have been like everybody else. And I'd be like, I don't even know what day it is. I not did not care. I did know. not get to join at kids camp this week. I had to work. I had to stay here and work every day. Um, yeah. Part of our leadership and our ministry is out of the country. And I was not able to get off work. And so I worked every day. And then I had a little bit of downtime, which I wasn't quite sure what to do with myself. I'm not going to lie. This house was so, so, so quiet. And also so clean <laughs> because well, there, was, there wasn't a lot to do. So I cleaned a lot. No dishes to really have to do. I cleaned no dishes. Clothes to have to I, washed ev- I washed every 
bedding, towel, dirty There was nothing in this house, honestly. Well, you know, maybe that's like sometimes the only time you actually get to catch up on some of the things that maybe. just continue on and on and on is when there's nothing else happening. Like so that. what I found myself doing was working outside in the morning hours when it wasn't quite as hot in the garden. Yeah. And then we had a fun, fun time in the yard. I will leave that for another story another day. <laughs> and then in the afternoon and evening when it was hotter, I was doing more stuff inside. I wanted to bake a couple days so that when you guys came home, we had fresh bread and we had all the fresh treats. But the truth was I did not want to turn my oven on because my air conditioning was keeping up and I did not want to tilt that balance Yeah, because it has been so like MK said, hot and humid here in Kentucky, but we are not, I think as bad as what's going on in the plains. Yeah. I talked to my brother this morning, just outside of Tulsa, Oklahoma It's so oppressive there. My folks in Topeka, Kansas, really, really oppressive. And so, um, you know what, we're just going to do what we can do, um, to stay cool and stay safe and stay hydrated and move on to fall. Oh, I see. Robin says they had a benefit of us not being on the air this week. Uh, she said, Otis says the only good thing about you guys, about us not being on is that I read the Bible to him. We're doing a Luke Bible study. That's wonderful. That is awesome. I just yeah. finished Luke this week and started into John. That's fabulous. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was interesting because um, one of the things that uh, the uh, evangelist, the children's evangelist that was there, um, uh, they call him Pastor Jerry with the Jubilee Gang. Uh, said, and it was very common, was, you know, sometimes, even though they're necessary, we got to shut these things down, these phones, computers, all those kind of things. We've got to shut them down so that we can get back to the to the real issues, you know. And uh, I saw, as I was looking up some quotes and things, it was talking about uh, the bubble that you're in when you're at camp. Everything else outside of camp, you don't even know what's going on in the world hardly. Well, and sometimes that's a really good explain thing. Explain why that is. Well, you're there. Well, for one reason, we were in a part of Tennessee that doesn't have cell phone reception. Zero, which yeah. is why I couldn't go because I work remotely. And so we had planned on me going and then taking a couple hours each day to work remotely. And because there is no internet, there's no cell connection um, or very little, I, yeah. I did not have enough actual internet coverage to be able to work from there. Yeah. So what it does is it does continue to feed into that bubble where there is no devices. The kids do not have devices. Um, there's no receptivity for cell. So even the adults devices are hampered. Yeah. And then you guys are keeping a schedule that is so rigorous that you're going from thing to thing to thing. <laughs> yeah, and right? literally your downtime is when you lay in your bed at night and close your eyes. Yeah. After I got the, uh, the super secret password at the, uh, the tabernacle, the chapel, um, which Angie's just mentioning, they do yeah, have Wi-Fi. It does. Use. It it's, does. it's on a secret network, of course. Uh, after I got that, then every time I would go to chapel, then my phone would start going off with all the text messages and emails and all the other things like trying to catch up all, all yeah. the backlog stuff and i'll tell you what it was annoying actually <laughs> even though i wanted to be connected. informed and connected it really reminded me that boy there are so many things that happen throughout our day that we're not even really thinking about because they're so routine when a ding ding yeah. ding ding yeah. when they go like that it's annoying but when you get one every you know 15 20 30 45 minutes you don't really think about it but well, all piled up it was a mess 
Angie, I will say that chapel doesn't have good enough Wi-Fi to do FaceTime and <laughs> Zoom, which is what I I have to do because Brett and Taylor got there a day early. Um, Brett and Taylor do the worship for the teen camp that happens simultaneously on the other side of the campground. And they went to the chapel to FaceTime the family and they could never get it to connect. Yeah. Um, and so it they do have Wi-Fi, but it is limited. Yeah. MK said last night that they lost power for several hours oh, wow. and it hit really hard and I realized how much I love ah, air conditioning. Yes. Um, oh, it was really hot. That's what she meant. It was really yeah. hot and I realized how much I love AC. Same, MK. Same. You know, um, a week or two ago, a couple weeks ago, I guess, that we had a storm that went through in the middle of the night and clicked the power off and uh, I sleep with a fan on and the fan, you know, it provides not only circulation of air, but also that sound, right? Like the white noise. And I woke up like startled because the white noise had been cut off because the power went off and it was the strangest feeling. And so when that happens, yeah, you realize there are things that you really do uh, depend upon, well, especially we, during the summer. We actually live on the same side of the road as MK and Jeff, um, just not quite even two miles down, but the highway um, separates us. And so we all live off Mount Eden Road in Shelbyville, Kentucky. And the truth is, we did not lose power last night, which is strange because no. we're so close. You'd think if the Schwarzenegger did. It might be because they're in a newer development and they get their power from another, maybe, another leg maybe. off of that Maybe, maybe, and so that might be the case. But could be. anyways, I'm glad you guys have your power back. Well, good morning. You've just joined the uh, the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. We are here. Typically, we're here uh, Mondays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. And uh, we love to encourage. And that's really what we're all about with doing this. If you've got a prayer request, let us know. We'll pray for you and with you. Uh, we've got some requests that have already come in today we that we want to mm -hmm. touch on um, that just to kind of inform you guys. Yeah. But we also want to know about your summer camp experiences. Did you go to summer camp as a kid? Did you go to summer camp as a counselor? We want to know because these stories are, they're always a great adventure. And uh, some of them are some of the best memories that people have. I, I never, I only went to camp one time and it was, I think a one night thing. And it was when I was in Cub Scouts, but I never did church camp. I never did a lot of those kind of things. Um, I know you guys did. You've got some great memories of church camp. Yep. I went to church um, camp, went to Girl Scout camp. Um, I did not do 4-H camp, although I went to a 4-H camp facility because the Nazarene Church rented out the 4-H camp facility in uh, Rock Springs, at, right outside of Junction City, Kansas. Yeah. Um, but I did not participate in 4-H, which is something I really regret. The kids, the older kids got to participate a little bit in that, but there's a conflict in scheduling between church camp and 4-H camp. And so we've always gone to church camp. We've always sent the kids to church camp. We believe in the encounters um, the kids have with Jesus Christ at church camp, mark them for their whole life. It yeah. is true. It was true for me. It's true for my adult children. It's true for my littlest. Um, it's true for Terry now after he's gone as a counselor and I just want to tell you guys um, how important um, activities are at, at a level like church camp and, and breakaways for our youth. It is it is life changing for the better. Yeah, um, it uh, is. It is making friends as well. And they say that camp friends become lifetime friends I for agree. a lot of people. I agree with you know? that.
I agree with yeah. that. Hey, let's jump over to the chat box. I have seen our numbers ticking up and down, up and down, up and down. So we just want to welcome you to the Good Morning Show with Terry Melissa Wright. We're so glad you're here this morning. Pastor Doug Goforth in the house. We are desperately trying to find time to meet with you. We love you and Michelle and it's time for us to catch supper together. I'm sorry we're not available to do that this evening. Caramel truffle coffee is in his cup. That sounds good. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, Angie says at summer camp as a kid till age 15 as a teen camp best camp was in Versailles mm. Indiana is it, is it Versailles Indiana or is it Versailles uh, we know it's Versailles Kentucky but um, that we uh, they, they used that camp she said forever and uh, that was some of her best memories singing groups like from Trevecca like uh, the Trevadors the Trevadors in New Direction leading worship that's great that's cool that's so fun we we had um, Angie we had camps um, from Mid-America Nazarene University because of course I grew up in in Kansas and so um, we were really close to that camp and and that was a lot of fun but I mean I I remember stories from the evangelists from when I was at kids camp that's how much it marked me Mm -hmm. also feeling looking back now that the reason I found those stories in the scripture and the preaching my heart was just drawn but it, I think the Lord marked me in my little in my little mind in my little heart from the ministry He was calling me to. Yeah, and so um, we don't know how very important it is for kids to be able to do things like that, which is why we at River City make it a priority that any child that wants to go gets to go. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, I had seven boys in my camp. Uh, cabin and uh, I was the only I was the only adult counselor in my cabin in in my part of the cabin there was uh, Anthony from uh, from Columbia was in with the Columbia boys which is funny because the little boys that bef- that the two boys that went before you always stayed with Anthony yeah so yeah. they've been with Anthony for like three years yeah so we had our own cabin this year and uh, I tell you what those those boys and we had we had four of our own and then three well three of our own one who is now our own who came from Henderson no we had four of our own yes I was going to say Jalen and, and, and Maker. Okay. And then we also had the uh, three, one from Georgetown, one from Albany, and then one from Henderson, Kentucky. And it was so funny how just everybody just all came together and it's like we were one team. Oh, we had Ezra. Yeah. Ezra was from there. So I thought it was really cool. You just started picking up kids is what happened. Yeah. I think that anybody who like didn't have a counselor on the boys side ended up in Pastor Terry's room. Well, it's Ohana, you know, you know, nobody gets left behind. Nobody right? gets left behind. So, Ohana means good. family and family means nobody gets left behind and if you're new that is the right family motto in this family <laughs> ohana we are family and family means nobody gets left behind yeah for and sure. so um we definitely feel that way as a church at river city and as a district family in the church of the nazarene kentucky you guys is a very special district we are close we love each other we we try to realize that we're not in competition we're doing this together so we have a very unified and cooperative spirit and I love how pastors and and parents trust trust you and Missy with their children. <laughs> well, it was it was definitely a fun time and I, I learned a lot from it. Um, you know, it's funny because there are things that you can only experience at camp and only apply to camp that you can't say any anywhere else and, and, and use to any other reference. I mean, there's just those kind of things, you know, the camp experience. Well, there are some camp sayings that hold true no matter what kind of camp you went to as a kid, whether you were at Scout Camp, Cub Scout Camp, Girl Scout Camp, Brownie Camp, whether you were at 4-H 
outreach camp or whether you were at church camp, no matter the district or the denomination, there are some truths that just still hold about camp. Yeah, yeah. Like this one. I don't always sit by a campfire. But when I do, the smoke goes right for my face. That's always the case. <laughs> That's always the case. And campfire time, it, it's like, it, it is the original social networking. I mean, come on. It's, when else do you connect with people? There may not be any Wi-Fi in the woods, but sometimes the best connections are made there. That's true. I yeah. believe that. What else? Camping is the only vacation, that's in air quotes, vacation where you work harder preparing meals <laughs> and caring for your living space than you do in your own home. Camping is like paying thousands of dollars to live like a homeless person in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, That's true. We didn't see any bears, but uh, there was a bear on our camp t-shirt, and it said encountering bears, and the bears is crossed out, and then they wrote the word God on the sign. But uh, to bears, you know, they say people are in sleeping bags are just like giant soft tacos. Oh. <laughs> and there's uh, there's summer camp myths. I don't know the whole list, but I know that, you know, there's one on the list for sure that is the pool totally counts as a shower. That is false information. <laughs> that is false. Yeah. And I, and I know what we've been talking about this morning, um, a lot of people feel like they didn't realize they were making memories. Mm. All they were doing was just having fun. Right. And those memories last a lifetime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one that uh, follows uh, on the, uh, the the list here, you can take the kid out of camp, but you can't take the camp out of the kid. That's right. You always remember that. And I've got a joke. It's okay. not a joke of the day. All right. Okay. But it's it not officially joke of the day, but it's a camp joke. So I thought it was appropriate. So I'll ask it and see if you guys can answer it while we're uh, killing some time here, reading some of the other uh, com the comments. Why can't you run? through a campground okay that's my own personal little camp joke here uh why i'll just put it in here so y'all can see it in case we are uh, rambling on here through this and why can't you run through a campground angie says i believe my granddaughter's life was changed this weekend at teen camp holy spirit was moving and she asked what was going on our chaperone explained the holy spirit was there that's oh, so beautiful that awesome? angie also your little one was was uh, right across the hall from miss b's cabin yeah and i think the last night Baylor or last couple nights Baylor um, they did some switcheroos and Baylor ended up in Becky's cabin <laughs> um, Pastor yeah. Doug said he only went to marching band camp hours of marching on asphalt in the sun good times not no. sure we ever had sunscreen either our adult children Brett and Taylor both were in marching band they both um, Taylor went and, and she even became a drum major so yeah. we dropped the kids off and picked the kids up at marching band camp every year yeah yeah Robin says happy belated birthday to Miss B. Thank you so much. We're going to talk about Baylor Guttick to celebrate her birthday at camp this yeah, year, which is totally strange because mama was not there. And I was like, seriously struggling to not be with her on her birthday. But thank you. We've just decided to celebrate the whole month, I think. Yeah. yeah. Jeff <laughs> says that smoke follows beauty. So there you go. Yeah. All right, Terry, All right. why can't you run through a campground? Why can't you run through answer a that question for All us? Right, let, me, let me post the answer here so y'all can, you know, do your uh, your, what do you wah, call it? Wah, wah. Yeah, right? Okay. Here's why you can't run through a campground. You can only ran because it's past tense, right? There you go. Let's give it that one. That's, that's wow. for sure. You can't run through a campground because wow. you can only ran. Are you an English major? <laughs> no, but I sure learned how to We're correct gonna some We're going to start teaching. So are language. you going to teach English? This language that I learned this week, camp language and different things. I mean, it's funny. I, I heard some words, not bad words, but I heard some words. You know, we talk about the next generation having words and, yeah. and things. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm going to have to Google that. Missy and I were talking. Missy also came yeah, from our, our yes. church and uh, was with our girls. She was 
right. our girls camp counselor. And Missy Jersey and I were like, uh, I'm going to have to Google that because I don't, I don't think know that exactly word means what you think it means. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never even heard a word. And so I was like, okay, well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll figure it out later. So, well, if you're just tuning in, welcome to the good morning show. It's Saturday morning and we are so ready to set you up for success for your weekend. Tell us what's going on. We want to know what's going on in your life. Terry and Baylor just got home from camp last night. We want to know Jalen well. is staying with us. We are actually taking him to the airport in a couple hours and he's flying back to Baltimore. It's a really uh, committed kid and parent who sends their child on a plane from Baltimore to mm-hmm. Louisville right. and then from Louisville to drive to Dixon, Tennessee, three hours, spend a week at camp, drive back three hours, stay with us the night and then go and fly back yeah. to Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I'm glad that Jalen got to have the camp experience and um, excited that we are also going to hear from all of our kids in the morning yeah. and our counselors. And we're just going to give a, a great report on what was important, what really meant something to them. Um, I've spoken spoken to the kids about encountering Jesus already. And I'm so excited to hear their testimonies and their report of how great camp was, but we want to know what's going on with you today. That's right. So are you going to the farmer's market? Are you at the farmer's market? Are you guys going to dinner tonight? Who's on a date this weekend? Tell me what is special about your weekend. We want to hear and celebrate with you. That's right. That's right. And while you're filling those in, how about we do a little news you can use? Oh, We love this segment, the news you can use. These are the positive headlines that you might not hear anywhere else. How about this one? Definitely a spiritual awakening. Thousands of Gen Zers get baptized and make professions of faith at summer camps. Amen. This headline just came in this week. Summer camps all over the United States have been going on right now. And, uh, you know, it's really cool to see this kind of response. And they're they're attributing it really, um, the uh, professions of faith and getting baptized, calls to ministry. Mm. Uh, we had um, an opportunity where our evangelist on, one, I think that was the final evening of chapel, asked if anybody had heard from the Lord and there were several uh, who had said they'd heard that that God was asking them to maybe be a pastor or a missionary or do something, maybe sing at their church. It was really cool. But in this special report that we're talking about right now, uh, Shane Pruitt, who's a national next gen director with the North American Mission Board, said that culture understands and calls them Gen Z, but we have been calling them the revival generation. Amen. And despite a a recent Pew Research study, which is a big organization that does church studies, Uh, They found that Generation Z is losing their religion. That was what they had originally said, but there's been a spiritual awakening amongst that generation recently. Um, Gen Z includes people, kids, people born between 1997 and 2012. So just in case you're trying to close the gap on who this is we're talking about. They say there's been a move of the spirit amongst the younger generation, despite the increased reports of anxiety, depression, and suicide. They also say the pandemic didn't create new problems for Gen Z, but they think it poured gas on some of those problems that were already there because we have a whole new generation who has to come to the end of themselves at a much earlier age. They're experiencing things that people, a lot of us didn't experience until we were adults. They're looking for hope and they're looking for answers. And we get to slide in with the gospel and say, the hope you're looking for, the truth you're looking for actually has a name and his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of these kids that are coming to camp, either they've never heard the gospel or they've only heard it once or twice, or they've never been told how they can be saved. And so I think that we're dealing with students now that are very different because they say that 10 years ago, most of the students that came to camps came from a church background. And a lot of them are inviting friends that are not church. That's right. And a lot of them came out of Christian families. 
families and a lot of these that are getting invited don't. Amen. So we now have a generation of students coming to camp, bringing their unchurched friends that have not been exposed to the gospel wow. or to church. Thank you, Jesus, awesome for the work that? you're doing. We have two Gen Zers. Angie does too. She has two of her grands are Gen Zers. Yeah. Um, our oldest is a millennial. Our uh, middle and our youngest are Gen Zers. Mm-hmm. Brett and, and Baylor are in Gen Z. And Brett, our son, it's his calling in from the Lord and has been since he was 13 years old. And he is 22 now to wake up, to be a part of that which wakes up his generation to the gospel of Jesus Christ in the fullness of the kingdom. Yeah, and so yeah. we are heavily vested and you are too. Your kids and grandkids are Gen Zers. Pastor Rick has a surprised face. Lim- Karen Limkule from Hiawatha, Kansas says she's staying home this weekend because it's really rainy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robin said she just got back from the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. Yep, we talked about that. And Angie says she doesn't have any plans. She's just chilling. Yeah. Might take a dog to the pet store. Well, that sounds like good. In closing up this story about the uh, the news you can use, I wanted to share a little clip that happened on one of the evenings uh, in the chapel service with the kids. And this was uh, how they closed out uh, just about every evening. Uh, the evangelist there, you'll see this guy on the stage um jerry moyer is his name he goes by uh, the jubilee gang and travels all over the united states doing uh the uh, kids evangelism stuff but check this out this is from i think it was tuesday night probably or wednesday wednesday, wednesday night cool now on the final night because they'd already done that song and we're familiar with it they went on after the music faded out and the kids kept singing missy's got that on her phone uh, and it's really really awesome we sing that song regularly at river city hope and so i'm sure the river city hope kids just continued to worship in that that's beautiful really beautiful yep Wow. really cool. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for the news you can use. I'm telling you what, it gets better and better every single time you do that. And I'm so grateful for (laughs) your anchor position on this news show. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) I'm grateful. In case you're just tuning in, this is the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Our website is thegoodmorningshow.tv. You can find a lot of previous episodes there. Just click on the blog link and you'll see all the listings with show notes. Once you go into the blog on each episode, you'll find pictures and videos and notes and things things like that and links. Uh, so check that out at our website, the good morning show.tv. And uh, how about a little word for our day? What do you yes, say? Yes. He says, I'm totally emotional <laughs> just from watching that. Give mm. me Jim, just give me a second <laughs> to pull myself together. Talk amongst right. yourselves. No, Whew, where are sorry. we going for the word? And the I'll word type is it in out while of you're... John chapter three this morning, John chapter three. What a basic chapter. My goodness. If someone needs to know where to start, um, 
maybe you don't have any, maybe you're listening to this or you're watching and you don't have any reference for God. You don't know Jesus and you wouldn't even know where to open that big thick book to start to know him. Turn it to the gospel of John, the third chapter, and just begin to read about what Jesus and his father God have done for you. I'm going to talk to you out of the third chapter about Jesus relative that came before him. He's called the forerunner to Christ. His name is John the Baptist. John the Baptist was in his mother's womb supernaturally. Um, His mother was an older woman when she conceived. She was considered barren and her name was Elizabeth. And Elizabeth was a relative of Mary who was Jesus' mother. And the the boys are relatives, but several months apart, and they did not know each other, um, the Bible says, until they started their ministry in their 30s, 30-ish. And so John the Baptist came before Jesus. He was baptizing. John the baptizer was baptizing um, in the name of uh, uh, for God for repentance of sin. And he baptized Jesus. He recognized Jesus. He came before Jesus to prepare the way. At some point, their ministries crossed briefly. And the reason it was brief was because not long after Jesus began began walking in his ministry, John was put in prison and then later beheaded, executed. Um, And so, but there was just a brief time that Jesus and John's ministries crossed. John's ministry was to foretell and forerun for Jesus the Christ. Their ministry was the same. Jesus was the Christ. So what happened in this moment that I'm about to read to you is that at this crossover moment, the disciples of John come to John and they say, Jesus is down the river baptizing. And John says this in John 27, he said, a man can receive nothing unless it has been given him from heaven. John goes on to say that you, you remember, I told you, I'm paraphrasing. You remember, I told you this, John said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. I have been sent to prepare the way for the Christ. I have been sent as a forebearer, a forerunner for Jesus. And he says this, he who has the bride is the bridegroom. Listen, he who has the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. And so this joy of mine has been made full. He just explained to you very plainly who he is. Who is the bride? The church. The church is the bride. Who is the bridegroom? Jesus. Jesus is coming again to be joined with his church. But right now we have an opportunity to be joined in the spirit by the Holy Spirit of the living God. John, who is the forerunner and friend of the groom, is rejoicing. He's not comparing himself. He's not critiquing 
the other ministry that's crossing his ministry. Do we understand what John's position is? John says this, and this is the verse that I'm going to end with. And it's so important that you understand this verse, John three thirty. We pray this all the time. I preach this all the time. I'll never stop. John says this, he must increase, but I must decrease. Right now we are looking for truth. We are searching for truth. We are always trying to figure out with who's preaching. Are we aligning with them? Are we aligning with someone else? Are we aligning with someone else? What church are we aligning with, right? What, what, what theology are we lining up with? Hey, what version of the Bible are we lining up with? Here's the, the truth. We have to stop looking, okay, for what's dividing us. And start realizing that that which unites us is greater than any non-essential divider. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I don't care what version of the Bible you read. Just read one that's true. Some of them are being rewritten now. That's, we're not fooling with that. Just read a word, okay? <clears throat> I don't care <clears throat> what denomination you're a part of. Just be in relationship with Jesus. I am not trying to push an agenda for a denomination, a version of the Bible, a particular preacher, a particular evangelist, or a particular church. I just want you to know Jesus because he is the thing that will unify and change your life. He will transform you and you need to be transformed. I need to be transformed. The way that we were born, we were born flawed. This human experience that we're having, we were born at this disadvantage. We were born with a sin nature. We needed saved from the moment we took our first breath. And there's only one savior and it isn't the world and it isn't yourself. There's only one savior and it isn't your affliction or your addiction. There's only one savior and his name is Jesus Christ. And we have got to stop comparing and competing and start coming into unity the way John did. He humbled himself. He acquiesced. He pulled back and he said, this is the message. This is the man. His name is Jesus. I don't care if you remember my name. I don't care if you remember my church. I care that you remember my savior. His name is Jesus. He is the point. He is the one. And the only way he takes center stage and the only way he gets lifted up, hear me today, is that I decrease so he can increase. That's the message of the life that we live. We have to decrease so that we make room for him to increase. If we are full in ourself of ourself, there is no room for him. If we are full of ourself and our agenda and our ambition, there is no room for him. If we humble ourselves and subjugate ourselves unto him and we yield ourselves and we say, what I really want isn't important. What you want, God, is important. What I think is my plan and agenda for my life is nothing. I'm going to give you my plan. I'm going to give you my agenda. I'm going to give you my hopes. I'm going to give you my dreams. And I'm going to let you remake them so that I live and desire your plan, your hope, and your dream. I love you, but it's not about you. It's about him. Everything that we do has to point to him. 
Everything that we represent can be nothing unless we're representing him. And right now there are factions and there are falsehoods and there's disunity in the church, in the bride. Do you guys think that the groom is coming back for a bride that's fractured and ununified? He is not. He's not coming back for a bunch of fractured brides. He's coming back for one bride, his church. We have an opportunity to be like John the Baptist and forerun for Jesus' return. Preparing the bride that we are a part of. Preparing the church that we are a part of. And it isn't by competing and it isn't by comparison. Here's the key. It's by humbling ourselves and becoming lowly. And preferring others over our own word, our own desires, and preferring him first, pushing his plan, his agenda. I have had to sacrifice and lay down a lot of things I thought were important. And looking back, I'm ashamed at how much I thought I wanted those things. Because when I did the hardest thing I've ever done, and lay them down at the feet of Jesus. He remade dreams I never thought I could live into that play into his plan, that expand his kingdom, that push his agenda. And that's the only agenda that matters. Do you think that climbing the ladder into your business or your career or your preferred calling is your dream and agenda how about you lay that down and let him remake it into showing you what it means to be a discipler to be a teacher to be that which spreads the gospel it can change the lives of one or two or hundreds of people and can I tell you if you think there's anything worth anything in the world what about someone being snatched from the pit of hell and having eternity with Christ because you were willing to lay down your life and your dream for Jesus to use you for his purpose one soul is worth it all one life is worth it all but if you're like me it's not enough I want to just keep laying my life down. I just want to keep humbling myself that someone else might hear about my Jesus. I want to decrease till there's nothing left of me and it's all just him. This isn't pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and living your best life. It isn't about you at all. It's about you getting out of the way and letting him use you to win the masses or the one. I want to pray into this. Can we pray into this today? Jesus, my prayer is that I would continue to decrease. That you would have all the space in the world to increase. I want to yield better. I want to submit better. I want to humble myself lower. That you would be lifted higher. And that your name, Jesus, would be made famous throughout the universe you're so worthy thank you Jesus thank you Jesus for being the only savior we could ever have and the only savior we would ever need it's all you we love you today we pray this in Jesus name amen there's your word for the day that's a good word
That's a good word. So lots of agreement there on, on the uh, chat line. Good word, says Pastor Rick Grable. Um, and also uh, Sarah, Sarah Knittle, Sarah and uh, Sean driving home from Indiana. She said Sean umpired the Little League Regional Championship Games uh, where they're coming home from. And uh, so that was good. Uh, let's see. Preach it, sister, from Rick Grable. <laughs> Doug Goforth says, so true. Only Jesus. Thank you, Lord. It's all about him, says Rick. And uh, decrease you. Yes. Yeah. Increase him, yes. Sarah says. Angie's uh, praising the Lord there. And so is Mary Kay, says, Jesus, it's all about you. And um, after uh, Ron Pruitt was talking up here at the very top of the Hi, next Ron. one's here. So good morning, Ron. He said there's cars in front of their house and uh, said he loaned a card table to the neighbor across the street for his garage sale today. <laughs> That's what's going on in Ron's yeah. neighborhood. Missy. There's yeah. Missy. Good morning, yeah. Missy. Oh, good Thank morning, you Missy. so much for leading our kids and loving our girls so well. All of them really this week at camp. Yeah. We love you. Look at this one. Tell me. Angie says, I believe God is calling me to children's evangelism. Oh, oh, that's so big. Pray we into need, that. We need that so bad. <laughs> Boy, we've talked about this, Lord, and you know it. How many times we look about and we wonder, are there any anybody being called into children's evangelism anymore, Lord? Yeah. Lord, as an evangelist, you called me. You didn't call me first as a pastor. You called me first as a preacher to evangelize as an evangelist. And Lord, I will never never shed that title. I love what you've called me to, but Lord, I'm so honored that you would call others. Lord, would you raise up Angie in this hour, God, with confirmation and affirmation from multiple places that this is the call that you have on her life. I see it. I know it. I affirm it. I speak into it. I'm praying into it. Lord, I pray that you would show her with a vision that she cannot shake exactly what you want her to do in this season with this calling. Lord, I pray that it would be so set in her spirit that she would be tenacious to not let go. No matter what comes against her, no matter what tries to hold her back, Lord, I pray you'd give her strength and courage, boldness, God, and I pray you'd give her a vision that gives her such tenacity that she's going after this thing for all she has, Lord. Would you enlarge her tent pegs? Would you increase her territory? Oh, Lord, I pray that you would be a passion in a fire in her bones that she cannot shut up, but must come out. I pray this for Angie in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. It's so good. So good. Why did I put makeup on, you think? I don't know. <clears throat> That's why I don't. You know, well, is that be, why? No, it's not. <laughs> but I'm glad I don't. How about that? Yeah. In case you're just tuning in, this is the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. The Good Morning Show TV is our website where you'll find all kinds of fun stuff, links, videos, and all other uh, various things associated to the show, as well as um, even a link to our uh, to our uh, Bones uh, uh, page. If you go to our website right bones coffee we usually talk about bones coffee we've got to get another shipment of bones in you guys right? we have finally gotten through the most of the coffee that we have it's been crazy we've had so many different flavors and we've had so much good coffee in the pantry and it's coming down to just a few and i mean the the last of the we had a huge huge bag of 
cherry, Michigan cherry. Mm -hmm. And when you get down to the end of that huge bag of beans, buddy, that is a sad moment. (laughs) And we finished off, um, I finished off early in the week, any of the other flavored stuff. The Winans is gone. The Bones is gone. The Cherry's gone. Literally everything we have now is not flavored. It's just a regular coffee. Here's the good news. We've got a couple really good regular coffees in there. That Guatemalan blend mm-hmm. from um from Jeff and Mary Kay. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. I love it. And then that Elizabethtown blend from Logan from Pastor Logan right. Wells. Oh, it's really good coffee. That's what we're that's it, you guys. That's what we're down to. Well, I have a little bit of that Kansas City victory blend. Yeah. If you're needing to restock your pantry like we're going to be doing, head on over to the goodmorningshow.tv. Click on the Bones link there on that page. And if you follow our link through our website and use TGM Show TV, you'll see the code there in orange at the bottom of the screen right now. On your first purchase, you'll get 20% off. Now, you, um, if you continue to use our link, it helps the Good Morning Show a little bit uh, by us referring you to them. So we appreciate and love you for doing that. But just head on over there so you can kickstart your day with Bones Coffee and the Good Morning Show. And we love it when you guys can do that with us. And that's why we talk about it, because we have just really uh, dug a lot of the new flavors. There's some new ones we're needing to try. So let's talk about this, Angie. Yes. Um, the new flavors that are popping up is um, you guys, when you talk about Bones and then you buy Bones or you drink bones it's going to start popping up in your social media feeds your facebook feed your instagram feed your tiktok feed um there are the new flavors right now the newest one is the disney haunted mansion Uh, blend and it's a brownie oh i'm sorry yeah they'll move fast it's a brownie blend i'm not a huge chocolate lover when it comes to coffee but the cruise the indiana jones series is the bee's knees and i want to get this the only reason i've hesitated is because they're all three flavors big bags they're not sample flavors um and so here's what they are it's the the two there. There's three of them, I think. But. There is three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Crusader's Cup is a Scotcheroo flavored. How many of you guys remember Scotcheroo cookies? I do. My grandma made butterscotch Scotcheroos. I love, love, love butterscotch. Crusader's Cup is a Scotcheroo flavored. And then the Toffee Treasure is a toffee flavored coffee. Hello. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. down with both of those. Yeah. The other one is a butter rum flavored. The other Indiana Jones yeah. cup. It, uh, Let's brew. Do this. This will take care of it right here. <laughs> okay. And then the other new flavor, which isn't new anymore, but it's still out, is the Spider Man flavor. Mm-hmm. The Spider Man flavor is a marshmallow flavor. I'm not super excited about marshmallow, so that's not tripping my trigger. But boy, those Indiana Jones, all three of those sound just fabulous. Yeah. Okay. So the limited edition ones, that's where we were at. Okay. Right? Yeah. You were talking, she was talking about something. It was caramel nutty something. Yes. I think it's the uh, brownie from beyond is one of them. It says uh, that it's caramel brownie. Oh, okay. And they're okay. basing that on the Haunted Mansion, which is the Haunted Mansion movie that's I, coming out or out already uh, or about to come out. The Nutty caramel um, that she's talking about may be one of the 
not limited editions. Okay. She said so, it just popped up and it was new. So I just did not know for sure. Well, and they'll, t- their ads will tell you it's new because they think it's new for oh, you. Oh yeah. Okay. That's um, good. Fair enough. Either way. She says she's got to get that co- toffee treasure. I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah, I'm totally down with that. To this here. Um, go. They, All right. You guys, Bones Coffee. Um, one of the reasons why they're so good is because they have really fresh, good quality coffee. And then they add the fun flavors, but the flavor, Flavors do not taste fake or chemically. There are some coffee roasters out there that have asked us to try. I'm just going to be fully disclosing this. Okay. So this is a truth moment. Um, There are some coffee flavors that have been, we've been asked to try and review from some other coffee roasters. And my biggest concern is either their, their regular coffee base doesn't taste fresh or their flavors taste so artificial and chemically, I can't continue to drink them. So um, I have a hard time reviewing those coffee brands because I don't want to say anything bad. I literally live my life um, by the motto that if you don't have anything nice and encouraging and uplifting to say, probably don't say anything at all. And so that's why I haven't been reviewing so many other coffee brands. I don't even know what to do with them. They're in the pantry now, and I'm just like, what are we going to do with these? I know. Um, I don't even want to like um, seal them up and send them to you guys as freebies because I just don't think they're good coffee. And so I, I, I don't mind trying other people's coffee coffee i just don't want to say anything negative about it so if i'm not reviewing a coffee that i've been sent it's not because i'm being mean it's because i don't want to be mean is that okay can i say that well everybody's got certain preferences of things that they like i mean not everybody's gonna like the toffee treasure the indiana jones yeah and not everybody's gonna like the nutty caramel uh, the crusaders cup yeah but you know and 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 angie says she also bought their cotton candy flavored yeah some people that's like i know like jeff you know if it's got fruity or if it's kind of weird kind of yeah you know, he doesn't like cherry type he stuff. doesn't like michigan cherry and not everybody will and but that's there's, okay there's a variety right. of things so that's that's good and bones offers that variety so but, you the, can, but you bones know. feels like it's just such great quality that's yeah. why we well, that's why we have an affiliation with them i'm gonna yeah. be honest with you yeah we have an affiliation with them because we believe in what they're doing and we absolutely love their coffee yeah so go check out bones coffee get yourself a discount by going through our website and um i know today i absolutely have to order some so i actually have to go through my own website so that i can get some coffee today hey let's do that let's do it today's july 29th on the nationaldaycalendar.com calendar it means it's international tiger day there are a few other um, days that are celebrated today but i wanted to highlight a couple that are really cool today being international tiger day it's dedicated to raise awareness about the dwindling numbers of the tiger and i didn't realize this but they say that global leaders focus on the tiger during meetings designed to promote a system for protecting and enhancing their natural habitat. Much like the animals, uh, like elephants in the wild, they're being uh, poached and harvested for their fur, for their teeth, for all the different things, that, that and the whiskers even, and anything that has any kind of medicinal uh, use that they say. Um, but this uh, fund pays for protection of tiger, tiger habitat and to study their populations and movements. But get these numbers. Nearly 100,000 tigers roamed Asia 100 years ago. 100 years ago, 100,000 tigers were roaming all across Asia. Today, 
The estimated number brings the tiger population to fewer than 4,000 tigers in the world. And that is all different tiger species. Mm-hmm. And there's several different ones. Yeah. Um, the uh, Ameren and the Sumatran tiger. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. together have less than 400 in the wild right now. Yeah, yeah. And so we are absolutely destroying their habitat and their homes and we're, and we're poaching as a human race. Yeah. This yeah. beautiful animal that the Lord created. I'm yeah. super sad about that. Well, this organization is called the Double Tigers Initiative, which collects about $350 million every year to help save tigers. So they're doing a great work. Uh, International Tiger Day, the Louisville Zoo posted on their Instagram today some photos of some of the tigers. I wish we knew their names. I remember seeing them when we right. were out there. I actually went to look them up, and the only thing I got was that they're Ameren and Sumatran. We, mm-hmm. they have, we have two different species of tigers at the Louisville Zoo. See, I have uh, another tiger here. Let's see, where is that one at? Uh, I think it's this one here. Yeah, there we go, from the Louisville Zoo. Yep. And uh, so... That and, is some chompers. Yeah. Holy you know, cow, them teeth. And they, they, yeah, the poachers love those kinds of things. I guess they bring top dollar, so it's hi, really Kara, sad. Hi, Kara. Good morning. Good to yeah. see you, friend. Yeah, hi, Kara. So the Louisville Zoo is a really cool zoo, and we've got, I think, one of the better zoos that we've ever been to, you know? Yeah. So... We have a great zoo here in Louisville. We absolutely love them. Angie said when Tracy worked for the city, he got to go behind the scenes at the zoo and saw the tigers close up. He said their eyes were huge. Wow. You know, we have a cool enclosure at the Louisville Zoo that allows you actually to see pretty close up there's a moat between you mm-hmm. um but you can literally look upon them without being between plastic and uh, or glass and i tell you something they their features are so distinguishable and stark and they're really beautiful to look at yeah they um, sure are we really do have a great zoo and and i i love our tiger exhibit it's yeah. really fabulous yeah. Also on today's calendar is uh, we moved that uh, National Chicken Wing Day. Now, now not everybody's a favorite of uh, chicken wings. They, they don't really enjoy them. Some people do. And it's one of those things like coffee flavors, right? However, you can have your chicken wings with bone in traditional or you can have them bone out. Well, let's talk um, about that. Bone out, I will eat mm-hmm. and I enjoy those. But really, you guys, those are just chicken nuggets. Okay. Actually, and yes, you are correct. And uh, there was a man in, I'm not sure where he was, California or New York is one of the larger states, has actually a class action lawsuit for, I think it was for uh, one of the major wings companies, let's just put it that way, saying they can't call them chicken wings if they don't have the bones in them because all it really is is just a big chicken nugget dunked in some sauce, like you said. And so uh, if you like bone in, chime in. If you love bone out, chime in. I like bone out. Sarah, Sarah says she loves bone out. Um, you guys know a very surprising place that has a really good boneless chicken wings. Who's that? Sonic Drive-In. <laughs> yeah. And for a while, they had several different flavors yeah. of sauce. And um, the kids introduced me to Sonic bone yeah. bone yeah. out uh, chicken wings. Uh, uh, they were right. They were good. Well, after a number of years of different establishments that were selling their version of buffalo wings, the city of Buffalo, New York. In 1977, proclaimed July 29th to actually be National Chicken Wing Day, and a lot of people call them hot wings. Uh, one of the most popular sauces. You want to take a guess? Um, 
yeah. sauces to, yeah, dip yeah, to dip in. Blue mm-hmm. cheese. Uh, blue cheese came in second. Ranch oh. is first. Oh, lots of people liked it, but the blue cheese. I like to have one of each. Um, although they also have lots of spicy sauces, like you said. Um, there's different ones. They have Asian flavors. Yep. They have hot barbecue. Barbecue, yeah. And all the different things. Hot mustard. Uh, those are really good. Mm-hmm. And since chicken wings are usually deep fried, they come out with celery and carrots or other crunchy veggies to accompany the dish to counterbalance some of the spices that you taste in there and also they say the fat Um, but it uh, celebrates this day celebrates the little appetizer that could (laughs) Uh, also known as buffalo wings hot wings or just wings but while a chicken has two wings per bird think about this it produces four of these tasty morsels how is that well that's because when we dissect the wing we break it down into the wingette the drumette and the tip Oh. And you don't eat the tip. The tip doesn't really have anything to get off of that. So taking that away, you've got the uh, drumette and the wingette. And those two, and you have two wings for each bird. So there's four things. And then we, uh, those are the parts that everybody likes. Um, some people prefer the wingette part, which is the one that has the two bones in it. And some people like the little the little drumstick one, the drumette. But they get seasoned, fried into the deliciousness that we devour at tailgate parties, trivia nights, all the other things that people do when they have hot wings. So... Today being National Chicken Wing Day, will you be having chicken wings today? That's the question. And no. we head back over to the... Con- you won't be? I don't believe so, no. unless you tell me otherwise. I'm thinking I'd love to have some. Oh, you, know? you like I them. I didn't even know it was Chicken Wing Day. You like them no matter what day it is. Okay, but today's... If it were Ice Cream Day, we'd go get ice cream. So I'm going to lobby my, uh, my appeal Pastor here. Pastor Rick says he loves wings and legs, the best part. Sarah says the Sonic in Kansas doesn't carry them anymore. That oh, is a sad statement. Wow. Um, we don't have a lot of Sonics here in Kentucky. Um, and so we don't we don't even have one in our you town. You want to so. open a Sonic one? Come out here okay so you can get a franchise robin says that otis makes great amazing wings bone in is what they prefer and yeah. angie says she doesn't like wings or chicken on the bone she's weird that's a, i no, i not. don't know that you're really weird i think that's kind a lot of people do not no, that's okay it's, it's a thing yep. sarah says my favorite is from a local restaurant that is pineapple barbecue oh. it's sweet with a kick I've never heard of that. And That's good. Pastor Doug Goforth says, I'm hungry all of a sudden. I'm thinking wings. <laughs> I wonder where that came from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Too bad we don't have a wing affiliate, right? I, uh, everybody I, be cashing in on you that know, today. I don't, I like chicken. I like chicken very much. Um, I told you I like bone out. If I do eat them, I prefer that. But I don't eat a lot of, of those to begin with. I have a tendency to pull to uh, Mexican food almost every every time there's an option for that and so i find myself not eating a lot of 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 the appetizer type yeah stuff. karen's got a good reason for not wanting the chicken wings uh-huh because she's cleaned too many of them yeah for those of you that are not not sure what that really means she's not going out and giving the chickens a bath mm-hmm. she's uh giving them a little dunk and some extra hot water plucking the feathers off and cleaning them and so they can be cooked uh, there's a very particular <laughs> smell that goes along with um oh. processing chickens live yeah into we've meats. done a lot of that in and our day so and and um, for those of you who don't know, um, keeping chickens was my very favorite hobby of my past. And we are so excited to tell you that we are doing that again. And our chicken pen is here. Terry's home from camp. And so I hope that next time we check in with you, we get to tell you that we have chickens. And we are going to mostly be primarily raising layers Um, But I am going to get a few heritage breeds that can go either way. So um, I'm not afraid to process a chicken or two. Well, I just had a thought. Oh, uh, Angie says most Sonics that they had in the little area have closed. Pastor Rick says he's winged it many times. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, so winging am I. it, winging it, right? That's. I right. just had a thought. I said, okay, we've been having a time to get some people together. So, uh, hey, uh, Doug, go forth. How about you and Michelle come over? We'll you the guys. We'll uh, put together the chicken coop and uh, the pen, and, uh, and then we'll have some wings after we get done do with that. Do you think that anybody really wants to do? That's like a painting party. When you invite people over to paint your house and call it a party, it's not a party. Well, I don't care what kind know, of food you serve. It's, it's good. You know, you get <laughs> people together. Mexican sounds yeah, yummy. Mexican sounds yeah, yummy. Yeah, it always sounds good to me. And yeah. Sarah says that is exciting. Yeah, I love, love, love raising chickens. Um, have a huge affinity for farm animals anyways. Um, and absolutely love Well, it's chickens. weird. And uh, Doug says, what time? You guys are crazy. Hey, I'm thinking, you know, like uh, when you think you're raising animals, uh, the, the ones that you have to eat or you raise them for that, it's like uh, you don't name them. Okay. That's the tip of the day. Well, don't taint, don't name your food. Well, I think, right? I think that y- we might have two tender hearts in this family to, <laughs> to be um, doing meat. So I think layers are probably going to have to prevail. Oh, hey guys, we're out of time for today. We've loved hanging out with you. And uh, Doug, I'll get with you on that that thought there. Uh, for the rest of us, let's have a great Lord's Day tomorrow. Spend time in his presence where you are right now. Don't wait till tomorrow uh, because we've got all the time in the world here as we do. And we share Jesus and tell him about him. You know, I'm so excited that we were able to be back with you today. We missed you this week. It's been a joy to be with you this morning. And I hope that we um, have brightened your day and encouraged you a little bit. We look forward to being with you again on Monday. We love you so much. Have a terrific weekend. Yeah, bless you guys. That's all for now. We'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening. tuning into the good morning show with terry and melissa you can catch up on previous episodes find links to our social pages and drop us a line at our website thegoodmorningshow.tv thanks for listening